Get ready to grip it and rip it. All right, let's move on. We got golfers waiting. Dedicated to bringing better golf to America, this is Tea to Green, the golf show. That's right, the show by golfers, for golfers. It is Tea to Green, the golf show. And welcome in, Jay Ritchie, Jerry Evans, talking golf again. Trying to make, uh, thanks for making what we do a part of your sports weekend. Another home edition of TD Green Post Masters. And everyone kind of now looking at the sport of golf and an industry that's getting ready to come out of the pandemic. More things are opening up. Golf overall has done pretty well with rounds up this last year, nearly 14% from where they were in 2019. The big question is, what is driving the increase? We all know that women, children, first-time golfers had a big impact, impact, but there's been some studies done, and they're uh, starting to dive a little deeper into all the numbers. One of the things that is impacting the increase in rounds played is more people working from home, less time tethered to the office. They are home, they get their work done, throw the bags in the car, head to the golf course. From the National Golf Foundation, Eric Matuszewski, Matuszewski rather, will be joining us today to talk about that, the impact on rounds played and the increase in golfers thanks to more people working from home. He'll be on later in the hour. Up first, our good friend Ed Mate, the executive director of the Colorado Golf Association with us. They are part of a big study into the impact economically of golf in Colorado and the Rocky Mountain region. There are some eye-popping numbers, and we'll hear from Ed Mate, Colorado Golf Association, today on Tee to Green. It's early Sunday morning, the sun is coming up. I'm on the tee at 7, I'm here to try my luck. They say this game's a tough one, but I'll give it my best shot. Though the bunkers look like beaches and the greens like parking lots. Oh, Lord. What am I going to do? Help me keep my head down. Save me from those double bogey blues. We are America's longest-running network radio golf show. Be sure to check out our website, that'spdgreenradio.com. Like us on Facebook, too. Scott Cuddy in Master Control. Jay Ritchie, Jerry Evans teeing it up with Ed Mate next on Tee to Green. Having your own home is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more. Expert pros, hundreds of home projects, clear pricing, and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds. This is Angie, your home for everything home. Download the app today. Time for your small business report presented by Dell Small Business. Even though you may feel like it's not essential, it's smart to have an accountant you can go to as needed. Not necessarily hiring one to keep on staff with you, but finding a certified CPA you can hire to do your taxes when the time comes and get financial advice from when you need it. It also never hurts to have an accountant review your business's cash flow to make sure you're covered in an unpredictable economic situation. If you know your numbers and stay on top of them, you'll always be in a better situation. And that's your Dell Small Business Report. 
What do you get when you talk to a Dell Technologies advisor? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get someone who understands there's an art to listening. Uh-huh. Sure. Who's able to hear more than what's being said and can provide tailored mm-hmm. small business solutions that make you feel okay. truly heard. I understand. Let's get started. For advice on everything from laptops to the cloud and solutions powered by Intel vPro platform, call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Are you one of the millions who have taken Zantac or other generic versions of this popular drug to help treat stomach issues? Then pay close attention to this message. The FDA said it detected low levels of a probable cancer-causing chemical known as NDMA in Zantac and other generic forms of this popular drug. They've banned sales and even removed it from the market. If you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've taken Zantac or a generic equivalent, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-251-7460-800-251-7460-800-251-7460. That's 800-251-7460. If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. Your top source for golf news and entertainment on the radio, online, and on your smartphone. That's us. That's T to Green, the golf show. Welcome and hello from Jay Ritchie and Jerry Evans back with another home edition of the big show. And we are talking golf once again. How you doing, Jerry? Uh, I'm doing great. It's uh, good to be back here on the program. And here in Colorado, don't know what it's like where you're at, but here in Colorado, we actually have sunshine, which has been <laughs> it's great. Yeah, it's been amazing how much uh, uh, cloudy skies we've had, and uh, you know it's affected uh, the weather conditions. And wind, here. Lots wind. Of wind, lots of wind. That's yeah. right. Of course, they think we're long-winded, so what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> you know, if it's if it's uh, 50 degrees, 55 degrees. Not bad, but if it's 55 degrees with a 15-mile-an-hour wind, that's a little uncomfortable. Yeah, it makes you uh, feel a little bit of the nip in the air. So. Yeah, yeah, winter just sort of hanging on a little bit it here. It really does. In Colorado, and I'll be happy to see it go, that's for sure. I wanted to play, get out and play some golf this week. I got the golf itch after watching the Masters last weekend. Right. But it was just pretty – plus we had some rain, we had some snow – and so it wasn't exactly golfing weather, but hopefully that's going to change. But uh, congratulations to Hideki Matsuyama yeah. for winning the Masters, first Japanese player to ever win a major, and uh, we congratulate him and, and wish him well the rest of the way. We said, you know, he had the four-shot lead going in the last round. Right. We thought it would get a lot closer, and it did. Yeah, it got it did. down to one shot, I think, a couple of times, but uh, he was able to hang on, so good for him. Yeah, really. That, that really was nice. Yeah, he looks good in green, too. 
<laughs> so does a leprechaun, or so does Kermit the Frog. Yeah. I mean, you know. <laughs> On the show today, later in the hour, uh, Eric Matashevsky from the National Golf Foundation will be here to talk about uh, the, the numbers in golf that are up. And the, one of the things they're finding out, one of the reasons they are up, more people working from home. No one's tethered to the office anymore. And if you're working from home, you get done a little early, and it's a nice day. Hey, let's throw the clubs in the car and head to the golf course. A lot of people well, are doing it, that. Well, it's really true in a lot of industries, and uh, I'm just wondering, are those industries just going to continue to let people work from home or they, and get rid of some of the office space? That's In a lot of respects, that's, that's an unnecessary expen- yeah. uh, expense, yeah. you know, so we'll see if it happens. Good point. We'll talk to Eric about that later in the hour. Our first guest is ready to go and standing by one of our favorite people, one of our favorite guests. It's been a while since Ed Made has been on the show. Ed's the executive director of the Colorado Golf Association, and he's on the Tee to Green guest line right now to talk about a new report that shows economic impact of $1.3 billion here in Colorado, Colorado alone, from the golf industry. Hey Ed, how you doing? Jay, great to talk to you. And Jerry, nice to nice to talk to you both. It's fun to talk. I always love talking golf, so I'm glad you got plenty yeah. of time for me. That's, it's been a while. <laughs> Speaking of long winded, I'm right there with you. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since since we've had you on the show. The world has changed a little bit since we last had you on the show, hasn't it? It sure has, but and, and again, I don't mean to sound uh full of ourselves, but for the better for golf. I mean, it's obviously been a, an incredible world global challenge, but golf, the stimulus plan for golf, turns out it's a pandemic. Who'd have thunk? I've been to <laughs> countless industry uh, conferences and meetings over the years talking about how do we grow the game? How do we become relevant in a modern era? Well, we found out that our sport is the best for social distancing ever. Um, and it's just been an amazing thing to behold. Uh, you know, golf courses are busting at the seams in ways we haven't seen for decades. So, um, obviously a big smile on my face as I say that with a, with a cautionary nod to the suffering that we're all going through and the, you know, the, the huge price we've paid. So, um, you know, we don't want to be insensitive to what's happening in other industries where they really have been hit hard. Golf turns out, and again, you, you know, the, what a wonderful thing that we can provide such uh, an outlet for so many people. So what you're saying is not only is the golf industry doing well in Colorado, it's doing well globally, right? Absolutely. It's, it's across the board. You know, you're going to be talking, it sounds like, to the National Golf Foundation, and they are a global um, research firm, and they'll be able to confirm that. But you just look at what's happening everywhere. Uh, it, it's not unique to Colorado. Colorado's experiencing the exact same thing um, that they're experiencing everywhere around the world. I shouldn't and, say around the world, certainly in this country. I don't know what's going on in Saudi Arabia right now, but uh, certainly yeah. <laughs> in the United States. Take us back a year, Ed, to last April, and what was on your mind at that time? What were your thoughts as we were just going into this thing? Uncertainty, not knowing what to expect, getting very, um, you know, we'll just say mixed messaging from the health authorities on what, what to expect, and that's to be expected because nobody really knew. Um, we saw a, a lot of different responses in terms of how golf courses reacted. Some closed down altogether, some, and that was true in Colorado. It was, it was really true 
in different pockets, depending on state government. You had California taking a very, very conservative posture and, and, and really just closed down golf. Um, and, and so a year ago or a little more than a year ago, we were really all over the place. Uh, here in Colorado, you had the city of Denver and the city of Aurora basically shutting down golf courses while others continued to operate. But by the middle of the year, everybody was up and running. And amazingly enough, even Denver and Aurora, which basically held back the reins for, you know, a good month, ended up with record rounds in revenue despite being effectively closed for the entire months, you know, those months of uh, mid-March to, to almost the end of April. We touched on the fact that uh, a lot of people working from home. Do you think that added to the increase in the number of rounds played? Absolutely. Uh, I thought it was interesting, not to say that we're smarter or that I'm smarter than the National Golf Foundation, but all the early returns on speculation as to why rounds were up so much, this is one of those, pardon me, no S uh, Sherlock uh, situations. <laughs> if people are at home, and so when you're at home and you're now have the, you're the master of your own calendar, uh, let's be honest, golf is a white-collar sport. Uh, business professionals uh, are the backbone of the game. A lot of what we'll call road warriors, the guys, and let's be honest, guys, uh, this is a male-dominated sport. That's just a fact. Doesn't We don't want it to remain that way, but 80% of golfers are men. That's an unusually high number skewing. It's not like skiing or tennis or other sports where it's really much more balanced. So these men in their 20s and 30s and 40s who are road warriors, who are no longer traveling, who when they were on the road before would come home to a litany of things to do around the house are now basically turned loose. And now because they're taking care of the uh, proverbial honeydews, and I don't mean to sound chauvinistic, um, but I'm just being honest, this is, this, is, uh, this is what's been going on, are now playing golf. And one of the things I've learned in talking to the National Golf Foundation, we have not um, seen a huge increase in new golfers. What we've seen is a huge increase in the choir members going to church more often, the core golfer playing more golf, not this influx of brand new golfers. Now we are seeing that, but that is, that is a drop in the bucket compared to the, you know, the, the dyed in the wool golfer playing more golf. So absolutely the stay at home, not, and being grounded, not being able to travel. And that's not going to change. Businesses, it's going to get back to normal, but it's not going to change. Businesses are finding that they can operate so much more efficiently um, and not, not requiring people to, to travel. And, and, again, I think their productivity is up. The numbers are good. And I, I think we're going to see, in my opinion, we're going to see this continue. It's not just a blip. It's going to be a continuation that I think our industry is going to benefit from for, for, the, for at least the foreseeable future. That's Ed Mate. He's the executive director of the Colorado Golf Association. The CGA and uh, several other groups have put together a new report on the Colorado golf industry showing an economic impact of $1.3 billion. And they also are, that report is also looking at uh, the environmental impact and a whole bunch of other things. Some great looking numbers there too. And Ed's going to stick around, do another segment with us, 
And on the other side, Ed, we'll pick it up and we'll talk more specifically about that report. How's that sound? Great. Okay, Ed Mate with us from the Colorado Golf Association. Jay Ritchie, Jerry Evans, Roscoe, the rock star dog, is here. Woof. Scott Cuddy in Master Control, and we'll be back right after this with more of T.D. Green. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past two years. For example, a man-aged 45 non-tobacco user. One million dollars of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man-aged 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. Talking golf 52 weeks a year and loving it is what we do here on T to Green, the golf show now 
on Sirius Channel 217, XM Channel 203, and the Sirius XM app as well with Jerry Evans. I'm Jay Ritchie, and our guest, Ed Mate. We carried Ed over from the last segment into this segment because we want to talk about the main reason we got him on the show today, that new report called the Colorado Gulf Economic and Environmental Impact and it shows, among other things, an impact of over a billion dollars from the Colorado golf industry alone. Did you know, Jerry, there are 487,300 golfers in Colorado? Did they do an actual count? I guess so. <laughs> Roughly the equivalent to the population of Colorado Springs. Right. And if you throw in Ball Arena up in Denver where the Nuggets and the Avalanche play, uh, you're looking at another close to 20,000, and that's pretty much all those people equal to all the golfers here in Colorado. Well, I'm not really surprised. Uh, you know, golf has increased in popularity, and people certainly in Colorado love to, to go out and play in the mountain courses and, and all and around the front range. But uh, it, I guess it's kind of amazing that uh, one of the things that uh, Ed Mate touched on was the fact that the pandemic actually was a stimulus for the golf industry. Yeah, and we're going to get back to that right now with Ed. The Colorado Golf Coalition, together with the National Golf Foundation and Radius Sports Group, uh, uh, put together this report. Ed, um, was this something that you guys kind of do every year, or was this sort of a uh, one-time, one-off thing? Well, good question. It's actually kind of a census. Uh, I'm a little bit embarrassed to say that the last time we did the study was almost 20 years ago. Um, so it was long overdue. Um, the coalition, as you mentioned, is comprised of the Colorado Golf Association, the Colorado section of the PGA, the Rocky Mountain Golf Course Superintendents Association, and the Mile High Chapter of the Club Managers Association of America. That's alphabet soup. A lot of, a lot of acronyms there, but um, we're very proud of the work we do together. Very, very pleased at the report that uh, National Golf Foundation uh, and Radius compiled. And I, what I, what I, um, I like what you said there, Jay, at the end about kind of putting these numbers into context. Because when you say golf is a $1.3 billion sport, I don't know what that means. So it's helpful to compare it to another industry. And I think an industry that we're certainly, everybody in the state of Colorado is well aware of is skiing. In Colorado, so golf is a 1.3 billion dollar industry. Skiing is 4.6, so that gives you a, an idea. So we're not as big as skiing in terms of total economic impact. Jobs, we're roughly 20,000. Skiing is, is a little bit more than twice that. So we're 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 pretty similar. I mean, not, uh, that's not that's not too bad. But here's the here's the thing that I think is is overlooked. There's 239 golf courses in Colorado. There's 32 roughly, according to what I've read, ski areas. So that means that we're more relevant in more communities throughout the state. I don't know if there's any counties in Colorado that don't have at least one golf course. Most counties do not have a ski area. So now that is that to me is is, is important. Let's take Holyoke, Colorado, for example. You have two golf courses there: Valley Neal, which is a world-renowned destination golf course, and yeah. the Muni, the nine-hole Muni there. So both of those are relevant to the community. Both create jobs. Both create recreation. So let me tell you, in the, in the, in the small town of Holyoke, Colorado, golf is a heck of a lot more, more impactful than skiing. And that's not – they're both important. So the analogy I've used is it's almost like we're the mom-and-pop grocery store and they're the, they're the Walmart, the big box. Um, and we are, we're been vetted in the community, uh, and, and skiing is, is driving more revenue at kind of the, in the big box arena. 
but I think it helps to kind of put it into a context that people can can understand a little better. Were you surprised by any of these numbers that came out uh, came out of the report? No, I wasn't because we did the study in 2002, um, and it was and, and frankly, golf is actually in terms of total number of golf courses actually has shrunk uh, since. Well, I wouldn't say shrunk; it's about the same as 2002 uh, because we haven't seen any new golf courses being built. The golf has been oversupplied. Too many courses have been built from 1990 to 2010, and I say too many. Uh, that was driven by real estate, not by popularity in the sport. So as a result, uh, we've we've seen a contraction. So no, I think the numbers are um, are about what I would have expected. You alluded, Jay, to the the environmental side. That to me is an even more compelling part of the report. Is just how important. You know, let's be honest. In in 2021 or 2021, we are so much more focused on, aware of, tuned into sustainability and the environment. And golf is one of the best things we have going for us in terms of carbon sequestration. I said that in a weird way. That's a tough word. Sequestering carbon, in other words, keeping that 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 green that that greenhouse effect down, and and uh, not to mention wildlife habitat. And the thing that I think most people don't understand is water use. Uh, we use less than, well, less than 1% uh, of the state's water is consumed through golf. Um, and so, again, to quantify that, if you had a bathtub full of water, we're less than two cups. So people think golf just uses this ridiculous amount of water. Uh, number one, that's not true. And number two, the water that is used is applied by and managed by golf course superintendents who, frankly, know what they're doing. They know about, um, you know, evapotranspiration. They know about what the turf grass really needs, as opposed to homeowners who just throw down water like there's no tomorrow. So when you really look at water use in Colorado, golf is a good story and not an, uh, an abuser or an over, you know, a gluttonous consumer. Now, talking about all the golf facilities around the state of Colorado, and maybe we can highlight uh, the fact that this is maybe true in nationally, uh, about how many are public and how many are, uh, are municipal golf courses? Yeah, very good point. About 75% of golf courses around the country and in Colorado are, are open to the public. Um, and in Colorado, we have an unusual percentage of, those, of that 75% which are municipally owned. And to me, that's that's a... That's important because municipally owned public golf courses are more affordable than privately owned, and that's just the, na- the nature of the beast. The municipalities don't pay taxes. They often have lower rates for water uh, and sometimes even water utilities, so they have an advantage, an economic advantage, that a daily fee, so to speak, or a privately owned daily fee uh, doesn't have. So they're able to, and plus they have a nonprofit mission. So the point of that is golf is almost, you know, three-quarters of the time open to the public, another misnomer that it's this elitist game. And because in Colorado we have such a large number of uh, what I like to call community golf courses, municipal golf courses, that keeps the price point even lower. So we're really, really fortunate. When people travel to Colorado from other markets, they're amazed at the quantity and quality of affordable public golf in Colorado. Ed Mate with us, Executive Director of the Colorado Golf Association, Ed, as you were talking about uh, the water and water conservation, I was thinking that we could do an entire show just on that someday. That's pretty interesting. No doubt about it. Water is everything. I mean, it is. Water 
I mean, let's be honest, we play golf on a plant. We're farmers. Um, without grass, and, and despite research, there is no good synthetic golf. There was a time, Jay, when they were actually experimenting with synthetic grass golf courses. It was an abysmal failure. Um, it, it, one thing they forgot about, it's pretty hot to stand out there on a bunch of AstroTurf. <laughs> yeah. um, th- there's nothing better than the real thing. And what keeps the real thing? Grass alive, water. Um, water. And, again, we, 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 we can't talk enough about it. Uh, it's going to continue to be uh, something we manage. And, and we are managing, you know, most golf courses, almost all, are, are empl- all golf courses are employing multiple strategies to, to be very efficient, whether it's wedding agents, um, really reducing the footprint of maintained turf grass. Um, I would love to invite some, some of these naysayers out to see a golf course, to see what's going on, and just to see how environmentally uh, sophisticated we are in managing golf courses. Can you pass along that information to the NFL? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. That's right. So we've got, out of this report, we've got the economic impact, we've got the environmental impact, and uh, one other facet here that we probably ought to uh, mention as well is uh, the money that golf in Colorado has raised to help out charities. Yeah, absolutely, and that's that's everywhere. Golf is, again, it's perfect for, we found out, we always knew it was great for charity fundraising because it gathers people. Um, you know, it's amazing what, what the amount of money that's raised at the local, state, national level through golf tournaments um, is just phenomenal. And look what the PGA Tour does. So from the top down, from the bottom up, golf is incredibly charitable. Um, you know, so that's we've known for a long time. We didn't realize how great it was for social distancing. So that was a nice little undiscovered nugget. But, no, absolutely, the Colorado Golf Association is no different. Um, you know, we, we use uh, the game. Obviously, that's our mission, um, is pouring that money back into our mission of growing and sustaining golf. But it puts a lot of, puts a smile on my face when I see how effective nonprofits are utilizing the game, uh, particularly charitable tournaments, to raise money for their causes. And that really was um, a, a bit of a challenge last year because shotgun starts were eliminated. Yeah. Um, it was harder for those charities to conduct those events. But I think they'll be back strong this year. The number's big, $36 million for Colorado Charities, an estimated $36 million for Colorado Charities, such as the Boys and Girls Club, Children's Miracle Network, First Tee, First Green, and all of those great charities that are out there that golf contributes to. Ed, this has been great. We need to get you back more often, and hopefully we will now that everything's kind of getting, getting back to normal. Anytime. I love talking golf anytime, anywhere. One of the best, Ed Mate, Executive Director of Colorado Golf Association, with us today here on Tee to Green. Coming up, we're going to have Ed, uh, Eric Matashevsky from the National Golf Foundation. More numbers headed your way after this. Big money with our progressive home and auto bundle and use the cash to take a family vacation. To Hawaii. Who's up for a luau? Yay! This is not a real testimonial. Sure, customers can save big money with Progressive, but not enough to go to Hawaii. They'll probably use it for things like the mortgage and groceries, or even a travel magazine, so at least they can see pictures of Hawaii. Aloha! (laughs) Yes, say hello to those beautiful Hawaiian beaches in that magazine. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. I'm Ron Barr. All my life I've been active, playing tennis, pickup basketball, cycling, and swimming. But let me tell you, as I've gotten older, my body now tells me when enough is enough and I've done too much. Did you know 100 million Americans suffer from ongoing pain due to aging, exercise, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living? I want to recommend Relief Factor to you. Relief Factor can help all those body parts that are hurting, sore, such as neck and shoulder, back, hip, or knee, or just general muscle aches and pains. Here's what I recommend. Go to relieffactor.com to find out more. And Relief Factor has something special for the Sports Byline USA Network listeners. You can get their three-week quick start program for just $19.95. That's only 95 cents a day. So give them a call at 800-500-8384. That's 800-500-8384. Or check it out at relieffactor.com. Receive a $5 rebate by trading up a non-contact thermometer toward an exergen temporal scanner purchased at any retailer. Fever is a leading symptom of COVID, and using an accurate thermometer has never been more critical. In published studies, no-touch thermometers miss more fevers than they detect. While the new COVID vaccines are becoming more widely available, it is important to make sure you are protected. Monitor for fever with an accurate thermometer backed by more than 80 published peer-reviewed clinical studies. Details at exergen.com, where accuracy matters. News, interviews, and fun for everyone interested in golf. That's what we do here every Sunday on Tee to Green, the Golf Show. With Jerry Evans, I'm Jay Ritchie. Before we get to our next guest, we've got a note here from our friends at Divot Magazine. We haven't had a chance to talk about this uh, much since last year, but it's a reminder about Colorado's premier golf discount program, the 2021 Green Saver, the golf coupon book, or the mobile. You can play more and save more. If you add it all up, it's over $11,000 worth of golf savings. Yours for only $50. Save with free green fees, two-for-ones, 50% off green fees, free cart rentals, plus discounts on food and drinks, lodging, lessons, and club fittings. Save it over 80 total courses. They've added eight new courses here in Colorado this year, Jerry. Four in the Las Vegas area. If you already spent 50 bucks for the book, you can double up on your offer by adding Green Saver Mobile for just $29, or get them both, the coupon book and the mobile, for just 70 bucks. With Green Saver Mobile on your phone, you never have to worry about losing or damaging your book. And you can keep up with new courses and new deals that come online during the season. Never pay full price to golf again. Both the book 
and the mobile totally transferable to family and friends. For more info, go online to greensavergolf.com. And something else new this year, the Brew Saver. Daily drink discounts at more than 50 Colorado venues. Sign up today at brewsaver.net. And a lot of people enjoy the 19th hole at several of the clubs, so that would be a handy little item to have. Great deal, uh, both for the golf and for the brew. (laughs) (laughs) Our next guest standing by, ready to go. There's no question working remotely has provided schedule flexibility to a lot of folks over the past year. A lot of those are golfers. Uh, Working remotely has eliminated commute times, providing employees greater control over when, where, and how they work, and uh, not tethered to the office so much. That has been a big boost to golf and the golf industry. On to talk about that and more is the editorial director from the National Golf Foundation, Eric Matashevsky, with us on Tee to Green. Hey, Eric, how you doing? Good morning, gentlemen. Good to be with you. Yeah, great to have you on. So this report, um, everyone, you know, all the numbers, and every, we've been talking about it. You guys have been uh, touting it for several months now, the fact that the play has been up almost 14% rounds played from uh, 2019 to 2020, despite the pandemic. Um, and this actually just goes a little further, I guess, to, to actually find out why play has been up is that correct yeah you're absolutely right you know one of the things that we do with the national golf foundation is we reach out to over 14,000 facilities golf facilities in the u.s every single month to try and get rounds data and you know we put together those monthly rounds reports and that's how we figure out kind of the trajectory of what we saw in a completely unusual year last year you know you think about losing 20 million rounds and then rebounding the way we did um, but we were very interested in trying to figure out why. And one of the things that we kept hearing from facilities was that, you know, we see people who got out late in the day and kind of shut their laptop down and got out of the, the home office or wherever they were working from remotely, and they just had much more flexibility. So whether they played nine before work, played nine after work, got out with their kids who may have been uh, out of school, you know, out of school and not playing sports or whatever it might be, it just afforded them more opportunities. So we reach out to the golfers themselves and we conduct ongoing surveys on a regular basis and we ask them about the work from home dynamic and, you know, how it was impacting their flexibility. And it was, it was really fascinating. And, you know, amid all the, the bumps in play that we saw last year and it's continuing this year, the number one thing that they talked about was, really being able to tailor their work hours better. And then the number two thing was reduced commuting time. And if you figure you take a couple hours of commuting time and the average commute in the United States is an hour a, a day. So wow. all of a sudden, yeah, yeah, it, it opens up a little flexibility. You know, I have a, a former boss of mine who's also a golf buddy of mine. Uh, when he was out, he actually had his mobile phone with him a lot of times, and he was conducting businesses or business in between the holes. So is that something that's kind of a common practice as well? Well, now you can do a Zoom interview from your phone, right? So it's yeah, a little yeah. bit easier. You could kind of do that maybe on the course. And I've heard stories like that, certainly. And, uh, you know, you kind of see it more and more. It's just we're in this new uh, this new world, and everybody's kind of adapting to it. But we're seeing that, you know, one of the biggest complaints from people when it comes to 
you know, not being able to play enough golf is is the time element. And now all of a sudden, if you start taking out those, you know, the the, the commuting time and just kind of getting ready, and then you're you're stuck in the office and you don't, you know, when you get out of the office, you kind of run home. You don't know what you're going to be getting into and thinking about dinner. But all of a sudden, if you're working from home and then you start to kind of plan your schedule and say, you know what, I got to finish this project. And then maybe I slip out and go out and play nine holes in the evening. You know, I take my, my son, and my daughter, and you know, whatever it might be, or catch up with a couple of friends. And, you know, that starts to add up. And we definitely saw that last year and hopefully it will continue this year. Eric Matashevsky with the National Golf Foundation, our guests here. And I could just see our listeners right now listening to this segment and a lot of them nodding their heads because that's probably what they were been doing the last uh, six to six to eight months since golf courses reopened. Yeah, and that's probably the case because when we surveyed again, core golfers, those who are playing eight rounds or more a year, you know, fifty-three over half of them said yes because they work from home. And these are, you know, we just looked at the people who were working remotely or had some, you know, flexibility in their schedule. And over half of them said it was easier for them to get out and play golf. Now, that's great news for facilities and facility operators. And then, you know, looking ahead, almost 80% of those people say they will continue to have this type of flexibility in some capacity going forward. So, again, that's, that's only a positive for, for facilities. Let's break it down into demographics. What about uh, uh, like younger people that uh, work at home and they get done? Uh, are they more likely to go and play a video game, or are they more likely to, to, if they have an interest in golf, to go out and play? And one of the other things I was kind of curious about is, what about the increased play in nine holes? Well, we definitely saw a rise in nine-hole rounds last year. I'll tell you that. It was about up about 10% over the year before. And in large part, you figure because of this, you know, because of there's a multitude, multitude of, of reasons why, but obviously having that flexibility of remote work presents that opportunity where people can get out and maybe play nine holes before work, play nine holes after work. And again, obviously other activities were very limited in 2020. And, you know, perhaps as they start to, we're starting to see those things come back. Golf is going to have more uh, things to compete with, but it's it's certainly an encouraging sign. You're hearing that, you know that that interest still exists. People want to still get out and play, and you know we saw it all across the board. We did see a lot of you know you talk about kind of the younger audience in in, in golf, and you know we heard a lot of stories, and we saw that in the the data itself is kind of the millennials who have that flexibility in their schedule, who are working from home or working remotely and might say even, hey, I'm going to put in four or five hours. I'm going to go out and play a round of golf, and then I'll go back when it's nighttime and finish up my projects. So they kind of are able to curtail their work schedule and fit golf in. And you know, that's, that's been really interesting to see. Yeah, let's look at it from the other side for a moment, Eric. Supposing uh, listening to this right now or reading your report, there's maybe uh, uh, some bosses or some managers or some owners, CEO type people who are not into golf, who are saying, "Goodness, my people are going out and playing golf when they should be working." Do you think there'll be any blowback from that? <laughs> well, I don't think. I, it's a fair question, certainly, but when it comes down to kind of morale and inspired workers, and um, I, I think it can only potentially be a positive because. Listen, when it comes down to uh, 
making sure you get your hours in and making sure you're productive, that's really what's going to, going to come down to. If you're not getting the job done and, you know, for the most part, it's, it's people who have the flexibility to kind of construct their hours around the, the work that they're doing rather than skipping out in the middle of the day and, you know, <laughs> while they're on the clock. That doesn't seem to be the, the case from what we're seeing or what they're telling us, but uh, it, it's, certainly, uh, it's certainly encouraging. So what do you, what does the National Golf Foundation do now? You've got all these all these reports coming in, all of these numbers coming in based on what we've seen in 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 the world and in golf for the last uh, 10 months or so. What do you what do you do with all these numbers? Well, we're really trying to inform and that's that's really uh, you know, I, I think that the chief intent here and you know, we work with organizations with businesses all across the board in golf it's not just the the golf courses and the operators themselves you know we're working with everybody from pga tour superstore and and um and and john deere and you know everything but when it comes to the facility operators it's really about being informed about what consumers are doing and that's why we put together these these pulse surveys on a regular basis to try and get an idea of what behaviors are what people are interested in uh, um, from a golfer perspective and what they're doing so you know if that encourages somebody to say maybe open up a nine-hole league and try and say uh hey, listen, we're going to try and put this together specifically for people who have this type of flexibility later in the day. Maybe they want to be able to get out here at 530. We'll play nine holes. We'll do this regular yeah. league. It creates that and fosters that engagement. So it's things like that that you know, operators can really benefit from and look at how they can improve their bottom line. Would you think that maybe the, the trend that's happened since the pandemic that uh, working at home is kind of a – one of those things that's here to stay and that uh, we can, you know, maybe see less office occupancy and more of a, like a, a hybrid model? Yeah, and that's another thing that, uh, you know, when we reach out to businesses and we reach out and try and get some of these CEO sentiment studies and um, try and get a get a gauge on what's going to be happening in the future, we've heard that more and more. You're absolutely right when it comes to the hybrid schedule you know, and, and if companies are able to kind of alleviate their bottom, li- their bottom line a little bit and maybe they're even thinking about moving into a smaller office and reducing uh, commuting time and reducing the, the number of days that employees have to be in the office um, and have some kind of a hybrid schedule, we are hearing that more and more going forward. And certainly from what the golfers tell us, they don't expect it to be changing this type of flexibility in 2021, whether what it looks like in the, the years to come is still uh, still to be determined, like a lot of things nowadays, I think. Yeah, Eric, your February report showed that rounds played were down a little bit, and that hadn't, hadn't happened in a while. What's it looking like for March, or is it still too early to tell? As you would expect, because of you know what we ha- we saw happen last year in 2020, and that's when you know courses started to shut down at the end of March because of the coronavirus. Um, we are seeing that play has rebounded significantly, so it's going to be significantly up. And when we looked at February, you know that really, I mean, that was the weather impact. It was uh, it was rough weather in many parts of the country. You know, the winter kind of kicked back with a force and some of the cold weather climates. And so we didn't see the play that we would want to. And, um, 
you know, when it comes to golf, it's so weather dependent. And that was certainly the case in February. It wasn't for a lack of interest. I don't think that was an indication of what of things to come. So it's all looking positive. Eric Matashevsky, Editorial Director, National Golf Foundation of non-retired core golfers, 70% indicated they worked remotely at least some time of the year over the past year. Majority found that it was easier to get out and play golf, not being tethered to the traditional nine to five. How come it hasn't been easier for you and I? <laughs> <laughs> well, when you're in the in the golf business, the dirty little secret is you don't get to play a lot yeah, of golf. That's really true. Hey, Eric, thanks for doing this today, and uh, great job, everybody there at the National Golf Foundation, of keeping us informed. And come back and see us again sometime soon. I will. Thanks. Eric Matashevsky, National Golf Foundation, on Tee to Green. We'll be right back. Now you can make your home look great and save money. Right now, when you call Renewal by Anderson, you can buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, you get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Upgrade your home. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty are even included. And the Renewal by Anderson certified retailers take every safety precaution to protect you and your family. Hey, for 25 years... People have trusted Renewal by Anderson for their window replacement needs, and you can too. So call right now. Don't wait. Learn how to get your free window when you buy four. 800-413-6992. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. 
800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Fastest hour in radio, the quickest hour in golf. Good show today. We're not done yet on Tee to Green as we take a look at golf being played. And all three of the tours, the main tours, are back in action this week, Jerry. And that's really good to see. Yeah, the ladies, they're actually done. This was the Latte Championship in Oahu, Hawaii. They started on Wednesday, wrapped up yesterday. If you don't want to know the results, I'll give you a couple seconds to turn down your radio. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> uh, Lydia Ko shot 28 under par for four rounds, a new course record, and she won it going away. Seven shots better than NB Park, Nellie Korda, Se Young Kim, and Leona McGuire. We were just talking about that uh, during the commercial break. and I mean, these scores were, wow. Yeah, 28 under par. Tour champions, the old guys, are in Naples, Florida, the Tiburon Golf Course, the Chubb Classic, and hey, how about this for a leaderboard? Freddie Couples tied for the lead with Robert Carlson, they're 12 under. Bernard Longer, uh, Steve Stricker, Alex Cheka, a shot back, 11 under. Gene Sowers, 9 under, 3 back. And Miguel Angel Jimenez and Kevin Sutherland, 4 back at 8 under going into the last round today. Now, what about the Tiburon Golf Course? Was that designed by uh, Greg Norman? The shark. Tiburon is what the word... Uh, That's shark in Spanish. Shark in Spanish, yeah. I think it might be. Oh. Yeah. PGA Tour, they've moved down the East Coast to Harbortown at RB, the RBC Heritage, where they play for the plaid jacket, not the green jacket. Okay. Stuart Sink, minus 18, five-shot lead. So it's pretty much his to win or lose in the last round today. Colin Marcala, 13 under, 5 back. Emiliano Grillo, 12 under, 6 back. Matt Wallace, Sun GM at minus 11. Trying to chase down Stuart Sink. Well, it was good to see him in the lead because uh, that way they wouldn't sink in the ratings. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I know you've been waiting on the whole morning. that one on. Yes, I have. Uh, thanks to our guests today. What a good show and what a great uh, a tandem of informative guests, Eric Matashevsky, National Golf Foundation, just uh, Google National Golf Foundation for more, and Ed Mate, Colorado Golf Association, coloradogolfimpact.org for more on that report.